0: What I've discovered as we talk to people with abilities and unusual experiences is that the paranormal world is not what we think we know it to be. Yes, there are human spirits, evil entities, elementals, yes, possibly aliens, but there are times where we will hear about entities that fall outside the spectrum of these classifications. This is one of those moments. In this episode, we have a crossover episode with past guests, Maria and Jamie. We had the idea of having them connect and maybe have some experiences match. Further learning for all of us involved. And little did I know that we would be finding out about the existence of a time spirit. Enjoy. So, Maria, hi. This is Jamie. Uh, We met Jamie also through... Through Reddit, actually, and uh, she she told us about her her abilities uh, when she was young. Jamie also told us that uh, she kept she met a couple of light workers actually uh, over there in Amsterdam.
1: Oh, I've I've had a couple of uh, brief experiences. I go to um, kind of paranormal fairs. Mm. We, oh, we yeah, have yeah. every once in a while here in the Netherlands, and so i I've, I've been to a couple of those. As well, and so, so I've met a couple of light workers there. Also, I've j- just from the through the internet, I, I've kind of met a few light workers as well. And I was in a group that had had light workers in it, but that group turned out to be very unhealthy. So that's uh, why I've lost contact with most most people uh, that that I knew that were into the paranormal stuff.
0: So this is the same group that you told us that that kind of didn't protect you. I mean they didn't back you up when you when there was that when there was that entity fighting you, right? Is that same yes. Jamie? Uh, yes. Okay. I don't think we were able to uh talk about your being a light worker the last time we talked. Yeah,
2: sure. I chose that term because it seems to me that, you know, I I saw I that I had to use some kind of term in order to try and present myself right in, in some kind of way and I just didn't know what to choose because uh, what I do is more like it's almost like it's adjusting uh, according to who is needing me and for what reason. And the angels is, is, is really just calling me wildcard uh like you know uh, like uh, almost like a joker in a card game you can put me in in all kinds of different situations that's for some reason i can just do what what is needed uh, and so i was just really uh, thinking about which which term to to use and i and i thought light worker just came the closest to because mm. it's all of this um being of of service to the light like this un, unself, unselfish uh, thing and just um, being uh, available to whoever might need it. I mean, some need to talk about abilities, other needs uh, assistance with a haunting, and there's lots of different stuff. And and well, I mean, working with the light, that's kind of what we do, you know, so yeah. Um, yeah, that, that's how I came to that term. I, I really didn't know just what else to choose. So, so. <laughs> it, it's so very different. There's, some people just need to really talk about their experiences and the life in general because they feel like no one can understand their situation and, and what it's like for them and some of them might even be uh, in some ways traumatized uh, from their experiences. Um, yeah, like I said, others have dealings with hauntings or, or subconsciously they're being attacked perhaps. Uh, there's just so, so many different kinds of, of, of this and um, I'm just trying to, to be there actually from you know what, whatever it is that, that they need. Um, so I, I, I don't know if there's a specific explanation to it really as, as such. I mean, I, have, I had a, a starseed not long ago contacting me because uh, she had been struggling her entire life thinking that she was just hallucinating and really just most of her life she was just like felt completely crazy and the classical you know uh, she when she tried to talk to her family about it they said you know go to a therapist and she ended up with a disorder being called schizophrenic and I was just looking at her like you know schizophrenic (laughs) (laughs) you know Um, because it was just that obvious to me you know even uh, as I saw her it was almost like her eyes was just lighting up really like like starlight or something so i i just i had no doubt you know and 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 it just bursted out of me like that and uh that was just from a human point of view like a random meeting on the street and she was asking me stuff uh because she was some kind of sales person whatever And, and uh all of a sudden the conversation just took a turn and I think that is when the the light, perhaps you could say it just goes in and, and just starts to interfere with stuff. and like we're not here to talk about that because this is actually not a random meeting. you're supposed to talk about this. and all yeah. of a sudden people just start talk about that, and it just blurted out of me, you know you're not schizophrenic. I mean, I don't know what they have told you, but that's not the case. Um, just like, what? <laughs> And she actually ended up being so moved by the, what I'm connecting to that she was just all in tears and like, oh my god, I've always felt that way, but no one has ever told me that. And and you know, then she could actually move on with her life because I'm not Croatia. I'm I'm, I'm just a star seed. I'm from another planet. You know, that kind of makes sense. <laughs> Um. So it, it's just it's so different. Really, it, it's that different? And I was just going shopping. Yeah. But
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that sounds so similar to, uh, just to have the listeners uh, understand, we have this chat group with Maria, uh, Jamie. If you want to join, just let us know. But we have this chat group with Maria, and we recently talked to this guy in Canada, who had experiences. And he was, he was really interested in joining a community that could understand some of the things that he experienced. So I said, okay. And the things he said to you, Maria, after you talked to him, I mean, after you uh, posted your observations and what you felt, were things that he didn't even tell us. And we were really surprised that he opened up to you that uh, with regards to what what he feels and what 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 he experienced, like that uh, lightning, in uh, while he was flying a, ch- a chopper, I think, or a plane. Yeah, so we didn't know about that, and I mean, you 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 helped him open up, uh, and, and I'm very thankful that you helped him with that. Mm-hmm. Similar to what you did to the star seed, he he it it just all came out for him.
2: Yeah, and I'm not really even aware of exactly what's going on myself, you know. <laughs> I've, I found a lot of what you've said so relatable like
1: inc- incredibly relatable
2: okay well, I'm glad you know'm glad and, and most of the time I'm not I'm not even humanly aware exactly myself of what is going on I'm just always you know I can feel okay something is happening now and and I'm really just trying to go with it because by now I kind of have that um experience like a uh, long-term over life that i need to just give in to whatever it is and and just kind of follow it just go with it and then all kinds of stuff just start to happen and 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 it was the same same thing with this uh, lightning guy yeah and, and and i was just writing what what seems like that that just came to me you know But um, at the same time, I'm trying to also be kind of rational about it because, well, first of all, I've I've always been like that. You know, I I read all of the original Sherlock Holmes stories uh, when I was eight, I think. And uh, uh, to me, it made a lot of sense that he was uh, solving mysteries in, in the ways that he was and I mean that shouldn't kind of make sense to an eight-year-old you know (laughs) I have this uh this idea that that being rational about stuff is is important actually to ability people because it's so easy to just go too much with it and just like dive into something and like oh I'm seeing spirits everywhere and and you know it's just taking off like so that was why I was also trying to like okay let's see can we ask him some questions and from what he answers to that I will kind of know by by instinct more or less uh, where where he, he he's in and all that and he answered exactly as, yes. as I was expecting him to really
0: <laughs> when you asked him about his sister I felt oh does he have a sister because the whole time we were talking he didn't mention a sister he was he always mentioned his brother does he have a sister? And then you, you were right. <laughs> he did yeah. have a stepsister. He, he mentioned that he did have a stepsister.
2: Yeah, it's just uh, weird. I don't know if I misread something or or whatever, but it, it was just so weird to me because I had a vision that I actually saw a girl like maybe nine or 10 years old laying in, in her bed, I think. And she also had that uh, electrocuted kind of stuff going on and so I was kind of wondering, you know, well, that must be his sister, right? <laughs> because they're like sharing abilities. But if he doesn't have a sister, he only has a stepsister. But you see, the the the, the DNA it doesn't really work exactly as, as people think it does. So even if it's just his stepsister, they might actually be sharing abilities because we to us were like thinking, well, they're not sharing DNA, but that might not actually be true because it's the spirit that is that is the, the holder of of the actual DNA and whatever that holds get projected into the, the physical body. So you could be in two different families and sharing the same DNA because it's, it's in the spirit. So
0: Actually, Maria, I also asked Jamie here to join us because she had a very different ex- again she probably has more but <laughs> we don't know all of it but uh Jamie told us about this uh strange experience where uh Jamie would you like to tell that story where you kind of saw this being that you couldn't understand i mean we th- we think it was an interdimensional being but-
1: um yeah so we had w- with that group that i was talking about earlier we had um they they, they kind of they helped with awakenings in people to kind of open opening you up to spirituality and after i experienced that I was kind of uh I, I was I was sitting on the couch and all of a sudden it was like the wall one of the walls just disappeared and turned into this kind of icy nature landscape and this this being just came walking through and just made sounds that i, I I I can't even describe it. It it wasn't even something that I can I can't even really imagine the way it sounded like. It it was it it was all kinds of sounds mixed into one at the same time, but it wasn't like mixed. It it was very <laughs> very strange to experience. It was like the sound was constantly morphing somehow, and uh, so just being a huge almost s- square features in, in a lot of things, really big eyes just just came and, and kind of looked at me and at the person sitting next to me and just kind of said something that sounded confu- so, 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 sort of confused and eventually it just sank back into the wall and everything was gone. And I, was like, I, I, I asked the person sitting next to me, like, did you see that? And they said, no, no. I didn't notice anything. And this is someone that was sorts of spiritually aware of things. It's kind of a dif- difficult, uh, di- difficult relationship. but.
2: Okay. Is there any way you can try and perhaps describe it? it its looks or something?
1: Um, it was kind of
2: greenish-gray,
1: but it, it was very it, it wasn't like Kind of, like, oh, actually, I think my, my blankets come pretty close. <laughs> uh, so it was kind of like this this color, and they it, it was just very almost box, very straight shoulders, and then went, went down a very square kind of head with rounded, it's not pointy, but kind of very flat top, very flat sides, and then kind of rounded, and just huge. Well black eyes it, it it but it didn't look like the typical uh, the way I'm describing it makes it sound very much like an alien you know like the, the, the gray people that people describe when they've been abducted or something but it wasn't like that at all to, to look at I, I can't quite describe it um, yeah it, it, it looks yeah I, I really can't describe it. almost like I, I guess a hairless yeti. <laughs> yeah i don't even know what that would look like (laughs) Mm. so it's um it's really difficult to
2: describe but um kind of a clawish kind of a clawish hand or feet or like more like fingers Do you have have any idea did you see hands and feet
1: uh very very long and very um rounded fingers
2: very rounded okay
1: okay that's a new one Uh uh-huh yes i i also because i because i'd had some experience with darker entities at that point before that so i i Uh at first i thought like is this some kind of demon or or but i i just couldn't recognize it and i've never seen anything since that matches and i i i I see a lot (laughs) I see a lot of different things and i've never seen
2: anything like that that thing before or since so it was very weird but did you uh, did you have any sense of feel like negative or positive or was it just there or
1: um it's just it, it it felt really old and wise and it it was confused by what it was seeing, but it did also kind of have an understanding of what was happening it seemed but I, I for life me I couldn't understand this
0: that was the only time you experienced it right and saw that being that's the only time that happened
1: right? yeah, that's the only time that happened I mean I've seen lots of other stuff throughout my life <laughs> several <laughs> things that um you know can be described as angels and demons and even something that um in that group that i talked about was called the time spirits the the time spirits there was this um it almost looks like a kind of gray grim reaperish being and um it was very big powerful entity that would kind of help out but also it had a very very strong personality that's actually the thing that uh took over when i got into the argument with that person because it didn't like certain people and it was very it, it could be uh the, fir- the first time i met it actually It it literally it it wanted it was focusing on my um on, on the person sitting next to me and so it felt that i was an intrusion and it tried to kind of choke me <laughs> so i was scared to go anywhere near it for a while and then Eventually, it kind of warmed up to me because it, it realized I could talk to it and I could kind of hear what it was saying and I could kind of translate to other people. And then it was like, "Well, okay, I guess you're useful. So now I'm just going to channel through you." Basically, it was a very unique uh, experience. Yeah, it's uh, it, it worked with with the group a lot, and, and um, but but it was very harsh in things it it didn't like to um be subtle i'm not sure if it didn't respect me i don't don't think it did a lot but um like the argument that it got into with someone else with someone else was complaining that uh, they couldn't find balance in their life and just i've had spirit guides that'll that that'll be harsh It'd be incredibly harsh. Be well, like, of course, you're, you're you're struggling with this because you're not you're not living your life right. But this was something else. He he really went just on on full. Like yeah, <laughs> he basically just said to this person like you, you're you're being an idiot. You have such potential for the spiritual, and you're wasting it going into management with your job and it's killing your soul. And that's the reason that you're not in balance. And so it's, it's, so stop complaining and start acting on what you already know that you have to do. And it came out as, it it came out very harsh apparently because all of a sudden everyone was fighting and I was in the middle of this and I, I, I just snapped out of my channeling. And I, I don't really know what happens when I'm channeling. So all of a sudden, I snap out of my channeling and someone is screaming just at my face. So that scared me so much. <laughs> That's why I left. I never went back because I was like, oh, no, that, that that was so nuts. That really broke that trust bond for me that I was in this very vulnerable space. And then all of a sudden, I kind of woke up to someone screaming at me. <laughs> so, no, that, that was not... Uh, it's a very very interesting uh, spirit but again it's very different from the time that I had that thing coming through the wall it's not comparable it's um, (laughs) I'm also not doing a very good job of describing things at the moment but uh, (laughs) maybe with some time and
0: maybe Maria could have some insight I'm not sure if Maria if you have is that the first time you've heard of something like that also that that experience or that that being
2: well the the being in in the ice ice kind of landscaping uh, for some reason i i have uh some kind of deep feel that i'm trying to kind of place it's it's kind of like i feel like i know that the, that they're there and they have been been there for like i don't know Long, long, long time in 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 three d terms uh, yeah. um, i I can't say I have encountered them per se, but I, I don't know it, it it's just I have that feel like I know them already. it is a kind of weird feel and to me it makes perfect sense with with the icy landscape and the ancient kind of wise kind of feeling that just makes perfect sense to me for some reason, but I'm not really sure how to explain that. Um, But yeah, that could be some kind of uh, of, of interdimensional stuff. Like they have been here for so long, perhaps like um, observing and and maybe um, assisting in some kind of way. But what particularly are they doing? I'm, I'm not really sure about that. But they almost feel like um some kind of um guards or, or, or guardians perhaps or, or something. Yeah. I can that that's a feel that, that I'm that I get
1: like because it if it, it felt very at, at that time it it just there was such clarity with it and such I I, I I got I got that same kind of sense that that you're getting of it. So that that's very interesting because I, I I couldn't I also couldn't quite place what it was, and I definitely can understand it because that was mm. the thing that um, because I was with someone, they were kind of focusing. Well, what did they say? Mm. And like I said, it was like hearing an A and O an R, and s- several other sounds just all at the same time in one sounds that i could so i, I was like well i for the life of me I, I couldn't try and describe what they said to me or what they were but it i did definitely get that same feeling so i find it very interesting that you're kind of picking up on that as well
2: mm-hmm. and I, I think that that kind of sound make perfect sense because they, they can't speak uh i i don't even think that they can convert necessarily to our language if they want to communicate for some reason I think one would have to somehow like be attuned to not just picking up those sound vibrations but also be capable of like translating it somehow a a deep uh, in mind and heart from what I feel, I, I really don't think they're capable of, of, of per se, talking as, as in a language. They can't try to kind of use the, the language way that we have and, and try to copy that. I don't even think they're capable of doing that. That's not the feel that I get. So that would make perfect sense if you're just hearing all kind of sound vibra- vibration. That, that is how they communicate. Um, I, I have seen something like that, but I don't think it was exactly like that because uh, it had claw claw like hands. Um, and they were working with with uh, down in the earth. Um, but but that that being I that's um, that's to itself in, in, in some way. But, you know, I, I think it would take us uh, really knowing about exactly what they're doing here. I think that would take us knowing quite a lot more about our planet and and our history and why we're actually here, because I think if it's some kind of guardian, it is surely it's here for a reason, it's just as a visitor. Um, but, you know, our history has been so manipulated, like beyond belief. Um, and we just, from, from our known history, even when we have found that Sumerian stuff and Gobekli and, Tepe um, and, and what it's called and all that, even in uh, our knowledge, like included that, that's maybe half of it or something. Yeah, really, we we're not we're getting closer, but but no, we are near close enough to to grasp all of of what is actually going on. And it well, I would just say, Jamie, if if you have the possibility of of communicating with that being again, I will definitely encourage you to do so because I have a feel that uh, that that being definitely knows a lot. Uh, and as some kind of guardian it, it, it's here for a reason yeah it's, it it feels very special like like they were here from the beginning or something and and um perhaps going uh, back and forth in those uh, interdimensional funnels perhaps to like check out what's going on and stuff well
1: it's it, i'll be I'll be very honest with you it's it's kind of difficult because i've had some Uh, with with that group that I was with I I actually have some questions for you as well if you would maybe recognize certain stuff from that as well because uh, what we we did we focused on a lot of different things with that group but like I said it wasn't the healthiest for me because I was very much um, not deliberately definitely not deliberately but I was very much uh, being I ended up kind of being used for my ability without kind of regard for my own safety, because I've also been to a different. I'm not sure if it was dimension where there was just this, this there was just color and blackness, and so intense that I, I, I just can't describe what it was like. It was what I imagine it to feel like if the if I were floating in outer space without stars. It was very intense and it's it's scared me a lot when I was at that age that I was doing that. Um, I've kind of moved past that, but um, because I have some n- negative associations with spirituality, especially in recent years unfortunately, i've I've kind of closed myself off to things as kind of a self-protection kind of way. I am looking into being a bit more open again, but it, it's kind of tricky because it, it's it's got some traumas traumas associated with it. Yeah, I'm
2: sorry about that. that that's one of the reasons why I'm I've always been very careful about connecting to any kind of group thing because you know to me it just seems like it's so easy. For stuff to just tip out of balance and just go into something negative or extreme or something that it absolutely absolutely shouldn't be exactly that that's one of the things that I recognize so I I've always had that instinct you know like (laughs) yeah that's one of the things that I definitely recognized from what you
1: said that that kind of stuff can get way out of hand and (laughs) I I, myself am someone who very much appreciate science and and rationale and for me to be pushed that far out of my comfort zone and into that kind of space where rationality was kind of left on the wayside it it, it brought me to a space where i really didn't feel comfortable with and i still kind of have trouble you know returning there again because it feels i i associated with being that unhinged
2: and out of control
1: of the spiritual
2: um, side of things yeah that's just you know it, it, it it's kind of sad i think actually when that happens because they should be teaming up in order to to um, everyone kind of like doing better or just at least stabilizing and, and sharing with each other right and it's just sad when it just gets out of hand like that
0: Jamie did you have more questions? I mean, uh, you said you would have questions for Maria about were you going to ask about that dimension you were in or something else? Uh
1: some something else because that that group that's something that always kind of stuck with me and I I feel like I've recently heard it so, or seen it somewhere else. Because you, you because I mean I was able to tell you about that being that I saw you immediately kind of picked up on that same vibe so I was kind of like wondering um this group that I was in they had this um higher entity patron that they would kind of um there there was an angel associated with it as well and so I've, I've always kind of wondered is it just humanity messing up something that is genuinely meant for good or is it something that is just completely misguided from the foundation
2: up uh, i think that's a very quick answer and the answer to that is yes uh especially in that thing group whatever you wanna you told me that kind of what you were calling like time spirit or something um, I would say, and I have dealt with with some entities that can be a bit, a bit harsh, not because they are negatively harsh, but but just because they're very honest is being like guided or, or, or I don't like to say controlled, but some kind of controlled by an any kind of entity like that I, I would immediately walk out. Ah, definitely. Because, you know, that can just go so quickly wrong in so many ways. Should there ever be, like, some kind of higher being uh, that is trying to, like, lead a group, you know, so sure of that entity, you know? Like, you know, for sure that, that you can turn your back on it or say no or say shut up to it or whatever, and it will still love you, you know. Um, and that spirit or entity or whatever you described to me, that doesn't sound like that was what it was doing. And you kind of snapping out of, of the channel by someone screaming in your head and that's definitely not unconditional love however you want to put that <laughs> uh, I can understand that that you have no no
1: it, it's it's kind of tricky to explain because uh, that, that time entity actually was something that was separate from that group because that group followed this spirit called Ishnata and uh this this time entity just kinda eventually became curious as to what was going on there and he he, he was he was kind of worried about some stuff and so eventually he just kinda started channeling through me and starts started saying I don't know exactly what he told this group but then eventually that uh the the leader of the group that that woman she was channeling Ishnata or a protection spirit that Ishnata had given to her. And so that was this sp- so, so she was the one sli- physically screaming at me. Because her her bear spirit became very
2: protective. Okay, okay. So can you perhaps des- describe this Ishnata? Um, it was kind of described as being,
1: um, it, being very closely tied to, to Elohim. Which is, I believe, the the Jewish uh, name for God, and it was uh, that it was the the f- thing that bounds. It it Ishenata was kind of described as being bound to both the earth and the eternal love, the eternal universe beyond. It was kind of, it, it was kind of described as as a bridge as a, a, a way to channel if he it was said that he would help kind of channel what was going on there so it's it's kinda of difficult to put into words because it's it's a long time ago to be honest it's uh it's, i think it's like five years ago that this happened so yeah i was curious if this uh if this entity this Ishinata, is is kind of uh-huh. ringing bells for you that you can have a sense for it or not. Okay, um, something like that. Ishnata was kind of like an emissary or, or kind of like a, a bridge between the earth and the, the spiritual. So
0: so Ishnata was, was the one supposed to be the patron, the patron of the group?
1: <laughs> yes, oh, I guess you could oh, say that.
0: Okay. Very similar to some a D&D class, right?
2: <laughs> a warlock, yeah.
0: Warlock, a warlock.
2: Okay, okay. <laughs> Well, um, well, you see, that's that's kind of um, oh, yeah, well, yeah, I'm being careful with them because uh, Elohim is actually the Anunnaki. You remember seeing that video about Bojim? Yes, but yes. it's the Elohim and mm-hmm. it's acquainted to Anunnaki, yes. So, and and it's just that, of course, there are positive Anunnakis, positive Elohims, right. Mm-hmm. But the thing is that it seems to, it there seems to be more who is on the negative side, and they're mm. part of all of this agenda stuff, trying to run the entire planet <coughs> into their gain. Yes. So personally, I'm just being very careful with anything that has Elohim, Elohim Anunnaki stuck to it. Um. So. Could this Ishnada being be um, some kind of positive? I mean, yes, this yes, there's a chance that she could, but I just think that that the chances are bigger that she's not that she's a deceiver, actually, uh, to be honest. And um, then if she's presenting itself as as an entity like nobody, I think that's very interesting because they all um they're all aliens. Mm -hmm. Uh, There could be, again, of course, some of them that is um, not currently in a physical body. A lot of them is actually what we call angels um, from different species. Um, Oh, I mean, I would be so careful. I've even encountered some of them. uh, one One was also female, she addressed herself in a sound vibration that that would be somewhere according to hashana or something like that Mm -hmm. and even though she really feels very positive and and she's relating well yes i am an alien crossbreed and stuff like that even though that she is telling me all of that i'm still being careful you know yeah um, I, I don't mind listening to her and, and talking to her and stuff like that, but I'm actually, I'm absolutely not letting myself being guided of that in, in, in any way. I'm just taking her communication into consideration more like that, you know? So having an entire group, uh, trusting such a being, uh, you know, it, it just, I don't know. It just doesn't feel right to me. I don't like it. Well, it didn't feel, feel right to me either, so that's why I left. Yeah, I think that was a very wise decision, really. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think J- Jamie also mentioned to us that one of the activities they did was they would, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Jamie, that you, you would have one of your uh, members get uh, channel a demon. Oh, uh, yes. And the others would channel light beings and encircle this demon and question. Is that correct, Jamie?
1: Yeah kind of it, it it's um, it, for information
0: is that what they did
1: That's the thing about all these people being very uh open there, there wasn't really a, a very, very much it 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 wasn't very filtered so sometimes something negative would come and then I'm I'm not I'm not quite sure if it was planned or not but something negative would sometimes show up and there would just kind of be this this tension and we would all all kind of be asked to, to keep it contained and to that then they would ask questions they would have conversations with it and kind of event, eventually they would banish it out but it was very um it, it was very intense and it really really was my my kind of thing so i'm, I'm uh I'm very content leaving all of that in the past. If if uh, if you guys are right with that,
0: (laughs) yes. Okay. Sorry. Sorry to bring it up. Sorry to. No.
1: No. No. No worries. I. I. Yes. I. I think it's. uh, Well, a a lot of my peak experiences have come around that time because it. This was someone that uh, was also just a very good healer and uh, reiki Re- reiki practitioner and so in a lot of ways there was a lot of good stuff going on but th- there was also some stuff that was just so far off the map for me that just didn't make sense that it, it just it wasn't a good fit in the end i don't think these were bad people f- or that they but i think that certain things that were done were just not done in a way, that's quite safe for someone like me or some, some someone who's very
0: sensitive. Um, we, we've heard, uh, Maria and Jamie, I'm not sure if you would like to share or if you've experienced this. Uh, we recently got to not have a guest, but listen to the sensitives here in the Philippines who... They call. They've seen these things. Well, I haven't actually heard of it before. They've seen these things. uh, They would describe as fallen angels, and uh, they would describe them as hooded beings. And they're very tall, very as tall as a building or as tall as a house. And when you come into their presence, uh, you feel like kneeling. That's that's what that's what they said. You have that urge to kneel for some reason. And again, they seem to congregate in places where there were a lot lot of deaths. So there is this island here in the Philippines, Corregidor Island. And during the Second World War, a lot of people died in that place. And while they were there, they saw a couple of these beings. I'm not sure. Have you encountered any of these? I mean, for them, it's fallen angels. But again, you could have a different interpretation of these hooded, tall creatures.
2: Well, yeah, well, first of all, in my experience, when they are hooded and not really showing themselves, that's always a a no-no for me, Um, because uh, pure light beings that that is going by unconditional love, they they are always interested in, in trying to present themselves So with things, whatever they are, uh, hooding themselves up and and trying to not really show themselves, that's um, to me, that's never a good sign really. But uh, it is actually a subject that I'm still looking into because it seems like, like, like you said, it seems to be like when there has been a lot of deaths or really like uh, people perhaps have been uh, slaughtered or in in some way like really, really wronged that these huge uh, dark entities like, yeah, big as house, uh, they seem to turn up. And they seem to be like walking uh, around the whatever area they're connected to, presenting themselves with a big authority like, I'm just the ruler of this place. Like I'm the king of this place. Yes. yes. And I'm not really sure what's up with that yet, but it could be, this is what I'm pondering about still. It, it could be that some entity or perhaps being, but I'm thinking more entity for some reason, that it has picked up all of the negative and the bad vibes that is in that area. And it has literally figured out how to use all of those bad vibes and perhaps uh, stuck spirits and stuff like that. And uh, taking hold of all of that, uh, almost like taking the spirits captive, actually have any true authority, but they're really just taking what is there. Like someone taking uh, a slain kingdom and just going, this is fine.
0: Yeah. (laughs)
2: And I think that's what what they are trying to put out to people, like, I'm the ruler of this place because I have whatever, you know, 500 spirits, uh, negative vortex, uh, blah, 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 at my disposal. So, you know, if you don't behave or you blink wrong, I'll just sap you or whatever, you know. Especially in, in North America, it seems like they have a lot of these uh, entities and some of them are referring to them as watchers, some ability people and, and some legends around the, uh, uh, with the natives. If you combine those, it's again, yes, slaughter and a lot of deaths and stuff like that. And, and some people are saying, oh, but the land is cursed. And I'm not so sure the land is actually cursed per se, I think it is this whatever entity big as a house that has just taken rule of all of those energies and that place and they are administering something that could feel like people because whatever they are trying to build up of positive, they have like a ton of bad luck. The roof uh, keeps breaking and all kinds of weird stuff. And so then and they move uh, out of that area to try and start somewhere else. I just have this feel that it's, it's those entities, whatever they are, that it's actually causing it. Um, but I'm, I'm still looking into it that that would be you know, really nice to, to hear more about, to see if maybe we can, we can unravel know, whatever yet that has figured out a way to get rid of these things. So it could kind of be interesting to know more about um, in, in the way of, of maybe getting rid of them somehow, you know.
0: Jamie, for you, uh, have you encountered any of these? elements or
2: well it's it's quite
1: possible i have i mean that that's the for me it's I've, i've i've seen a lot of different things in my life i've experienced a lot of different things because basically i i've spent eight years of my life living with someone who himself was so negative that he would attract any amount of things and any amounts. Like I've, I've I've had all kinds of things be attract be attracted to him and, and come and have a look. Or and and this goes from ghosts to to, to all kinds of beings. And uh, just we, we we were two very sensitive people living in a house and it, it it's just a horrid combination so it's quite possible because it feels very familiar but i i wouldn't be able to say for certain
0: maybe we can make it make the topic a bit lighter maria would you like to tell us about uh, i remember you have stories about your children growing up and finding out that uh, they had these same gifts as you
2: <laughs> all five of them have ability have in their special kind of constellation. we're not necessarily doing stuff or picking up stuff uh, in, in the exact same way some of them are actually well I have especially my two oldest sons uh, that is, is 20 now and, and 15 currently they're going like I see it like almost like their mind is, is trying to kind of like fight itself it's, it's kind of sad really, in some ways <laughs> because uh if they think they're seeing or experiencing something there's a oh but that's just my mind this is this, this is my psyche it's just my eyes playing tricks on me because of of course there's no such thing and I'm just like oh my god now again you know because I was like if you guys could remember what happened when you were children I mean <laughs> But, you know, 3D manipulated world, uh, it happens temporarily that the ability is, is is kind of quieted down for some years um, because of that. And usually what, what I find is that later on, it takes some kind of jumpstart of a kind like a serious haunting or a serious attack or something that just can't be explained but can like be felt as whoa this this i don't know what happened but that was real to kind of reawaken that and 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 like penetrating their mind like wake up you know because when they were small i mean yeah, they were talking to their guardian angels. They were talking to ghosts. They were seeing ghosts. Uh, the one who is who is fifteen now, when he was, he was so sensitive. It was amazing, really. Even if I had him like really in a deep uh, sleep in, in in the stroller, and we were going out for some shopping or whatever. And maybe, you know, I put, uh, I locked the stroller just for maybe 30 seconds to go get some milk or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. like five steps away. Mm-hmm. And I think, well, that's okay because he's such an, in such a deep sleep. If people came closer than about three steps within of the stroller, no matter how fast he was sleeping, he would wake up immediately and just <laughs> sounded seriously like a car alarm yeah. alarm in baby mode, like just screaming and help his head off, like, danger, 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 danger. And I, I was just observing this and going, how the heck did he even know? I? He was that fast asleep. I could even touch him and, and he didn't notice anything. And someone that he's not seeing or anything is approaching the stroller just because they wanted uh, perhaps a grocery that was just by the stroller or something and he was just screaming his head off like uh, like a bear was attacking him or something you know it, <laughs> it was ludicrous really yeah and uh when he was about 10 or 12 months we were living in an, an apartment but that was uh, a friendly ghost you could say that had this uh, uh, friendly ghost sure enough as soon as he got old enough that I could understand what he was trying to communicate to me he was communicating that I was a person sitting by our dining uh, our dining table and physically there was no one there but I knew that the guy was sitting there having his coffee because that was kind of one of the rituals that he liked to do when he was physically alive So I knew that he was there, but I had made like no indication to my son that that was the case, but he was just old enough to like point and, and, and tap me and point again and go, mom, mom, man, mom, man, (laughs) like, and, and pointing and looking over to that exact chair, you know, just not just the area, but the exact chair, like. He was seeing someone that, that was actually there. Oh, I have so much of, of that kind too. Um one time he's he's uh, he is the same son, he was about, I'm thinking four or five or something. No, more like four or something like that when he was just fetching me in the kitchen like mommy 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 you gotta come you gotta come and i was like Ugh, now what i mm-hmm. making dinner you know what, what 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 is going on and so he's just like almost like dragging me pushing me into uh, a human sister's room uh, to the window and he's like look 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 standing on one of his his kid's furniture and i I'm looking out the window and i mean yeah it was it had that sad abandoned something kind of set up uh, outside but i wasn't particular things to just come uh drag me off of dinner so i was not Mm-mm. really paying attention either You know, so mm-hmm. i was just like what is going on here yeah and he just kept pointing and like said to me like um mom, I was seeing that the, those people or something like that. And again, I was looking back and forth like, what are you talking about? And then when I looked at again, I, I sort of started to get the feel that, yeah, there actually actually somebody there. Um, But I wasn't getting any visual, uh, but apparently he was because then he was telling me that they were children and they were very wet and that they were going around uh, like kicking up leaves and they were being very sad because they couldn't find their mommies um, and so I'm like oh okay and it started to become a bit clearer for me but I didn't get an entirely visual it, I, I felt more like the the wet part and yes. the sad part of it I was uh asking him something I can't remember exactly how I phrased it, but I was asking him if he thought that they were like actually alive like in a body or if it if it was some other kind of present. I can't remember exactly how I put my words but but it was clear to me that he was aware. That they didn't have a body but also he was aware that they were still there and he was kind of not getting it and he was uh, frustrated and uh, and alarmed and and saddened about uh, them not being capable of finding their mom and and he was so sad he started to having tears in his eyes and all that so I was just trying to think rapidly, you know, like okay, so how can we kind of get this fixed and get this settled down, whatever it is that he's uh, experiencing exactly. So I said to him, well, uh, you you can tell them to to follow the light, to to follow the the bright starlight, um, because if they follow the light, uh, it will be possible for them to find their mommies. And for some reason, it was like he just knew that what I was telling him was right. Because he was like, "Yeah, yeah, we can do that." Like <laughs> then he was had a shine to his eyes, like oh, like oh my god, yeah, why didn't I think of that? Mm-mm. Kind of, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and a shine in his eyes, and and apparently he did so because. However, he was communicating with them. I could at least like observe him and watch him kind of like communicating but not with words. It was just in his facial expression and in his energies that he was clearly communicating with someone. And now he was putting this kind of happy message to them like, oh, you can go by the brilliant starlight. You know, you can go look, you can go find your mommies like that. I could see how happy it was making him, and after perhaps a couple of minutes or so of this, then he was like, "Oh, it's okay now that they went. Now they went looking for the mommy's mom." You know, I could just sense like kind of peace and relief coming over him, like it was okay now because now they had had started to to follow that diet, and uh, that was a huge experience. He he was like, I don't know, four, four and a half. Yes. I mean. And he was uh, helping guiding souls. Yes. I'm like, whoa. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, the whole rational kind of thing. So I'm kind of like, okay, I'm looking up the, the area that he was looking at, just out of curiosity and, and rational thinking, kind of. And uh, I found uh, older newspaper clippings that in that particular lake, uh, three kids have actually drowned. Um, and um, that was just no doubt in me that, that that's what he, what that was what he had seen. So yeah, it's like, uh, it, it, it can be so strong in them, but it could also be very subtle and you're not really knowing what's going on that's why i'm always saying to people you know if you're having doubts make them draw you know and don't tell them to draw anything specific just make them draw because i've noticed that uh often the kids seems to like perhaps subconsciously to to put some of their experiences in their drawings and they just don't know exactly themselves what it is they're just putting it down and that makes it a little bit easier as an adult, right
0: uh they say you don't need to see a ghost to see it, I mean you don't have to see it in your front of you sometimes you yeah. just feel it's there, right so I know i yeah. don't know <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. De- definitely
0: yeah
2: <laughs> there's many type of of, of sights you know to me, I usually describe it as as having perhaps five or or 10 different set of glasses and and then I'm changing glasses. If I can't see it, what seems to me to be physical, then I start to change glasses and I keep changing glasses until I hit a glass that when I put it on, it's like, oh yeah, okay. That was something, yeah, okay, got it now. Um, I think it's kind of like tuning uh, into a specific, a particular radio station that you don't really know where it is and, and you don't know exactly what you're looking for. You just know for sure that it's there. So you keep turning the, the knob and scan for the radio channel because you, you have that feeling. I know it's there. And so you just keep turning it until you can just feel and hear, okay, now I'm hitting something. This is it. And, and from there, does that make sense? Too. <laughs>
0: yes, that, that makes so much sense. It's again, similar to, to what sometimes Jamie t- told us about, because Jamie uh, could see uh, auras. She could see colors uh, around people also. Is, am, I, am I correct, Jamie? <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong. Uh,
1: no, yes, I yes I can. I mean, uh, it's it's just um, well, my my thing is more similar to synesthesia, where your senses are crossed with each other. So I, I, I guess sixth sense. I guess that that, that kind of that feeling, that uh, that, that you describe. you, you know something's there. For me, that turns into something visual instantly.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, Can I ask both of you? We we had a listener. Uh, We had a guest who said when she is experiencing something, when she knows there's something around her, everything goes silent. That's her cue to know that it's either a spirit or an elemental or an entity near her. Everything goes silent. Have you heard of anyone having that uh, ability or that experience as well
1: uh, I personally I, I haven't but I, I just don't know enough, I, I don't know enough people that have this kind of thing to have a decent comparison because I'm, it sounds logical to me so it, uh, there must be other people that experience that as well apart from
0: her it's the first time for me because it's the first time for me to hear someone ex- describe her, that experience also when she describes it it's like a horror movie that everything goes silent before that's how she knows that there's something nearby and she has to look for it. <laughs> I don't know why she, why she has to look for well,
2: it. Well, I can absolutely relate to that. I, it was like that for me uh, in the beginning of my 20s, like twenty twenty to 23. I think uh, I also had that, that weird kind of feel that, that everything was, was all of a sudden going eerie, silent. Um, really, like you would be capable of hearing a pen drop or something, and and I was alone. No matter if I was alone or or uh, between uh, on a, like on a street or something, and with that came like some kind of feel in inside of my body, like like when you're taking a deep breath, or almost like. Well, uh, uh, like uh, like a, a, a pleasant or some kind of like rush from from a deep breath and into the stomach together with that silence. And yeah, then all of a sudden something would pop up, it seemed, either visually or, or audio or whatever. Uh, uh, something. So that that is how I figured out to try and be alert. Sure, that something was was going on. That was exactly because it, it, it started with that. And nowadays that that seldom happens. It's almost like if something is just stepping in, I'm just like more or less immediately picking up. But I think that's just the natural growth of of, of things.
0: I'd like to segue to our <laughs> to the to the things you send us on our WhatsApp group. Maria's been sending us these uh uh, some YouTube links to this guy who channels uh, messages from the Pleadians. So, when I asked, uh, I, I asked the same thing to Jamie also. When I asked uh, if she noticed the, the shift in the frequencies the start of the year, and again, there was uh, scientifically it was said that Earth's axis moved. And now that it's so timely, Maria, that what day is it today? It's uh May twenty nine, three days after <laughs> supposedly the start of May 26th when the well, the upgrade was 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 uh, expected. Uh, I'd like mm-hmm. to uh, check up on you. How are you dealing with it, or are you dif- feeling anything different, or? Uh,
2: well, I I feel like everything is kind of wonky, funky at the moment, and I I don't really know exactly. <laughs> what to make of it uh, as it is now because sometimes i can feel like uh, pretty hard actually like my my arms are being pulled on it, it's almost like i feel like i have some kind of 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 energy on on my forearms that seems to be either just very vibrating and and sometimes even like almost like i'm i I have an elastic rubber band down into the core of the earth from my arms and that's really weird and it's been going on for some for quite some time about a year i guess but now it's just like intensifying like i can really feel that it's there and uh if i just kind of briefly remember it in my mind somewhere then instantly that's just turning on again that that Feel If I try to go with a certain feeling in hopes to maybe make it manifest or something, if I'm trying to manifest something, I also feel that as becoming much more physical now, and, and I have just lost a sense of time. that's completely gone for me. I, you know, usually people say like in somewhere inside of them, they have like kind of an internal clock kind of feeling. Uh, I have always struggled with that. I've always had just a a tiny little bit of that, but now it's like gone. Uh, So, time of day and and, uh, dates and stuff like that is completely, Completely messed up for me. Like I have no idea. I have to look out for the sun and stuff like that, and and look at my phone to
0: know what time it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> J- Jamie, have you have been feeling anything different? I mean, I'm trying to ask uh, the 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 sensitives and the ability people out there. Have you been feeling anything different ever since the? I mean, it was during the blood moon, I think. It started during the blood moon.
1: Uh, well, I've definitely had a lot of. Um, synchronicities and and definitely i'm not sure if it's my guide, my spirit guides or something else but some i've been hit hard with some pretty personal stuff (laughs) okay i've i've had um you know stuff from the past really pop up again even even like physically around me like that certain names will keep popping up or um, certain uh, I, I, I on on the day of the blood moon I had a really bad migraine and uh, yeah so it, it I have had some weird stuff happening to me I wasn't quite sure why that was but it, it makes sense to hear it now because you know I've definitely trying to involve this stuff out uh, uh, definitely at the moment with um you know with, with just trying to pick up my normal life and 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 kind of g- go down that path but uh, you know i i am i am so sensitive i mean i i still see stuff constantly around me it's just i I'm actively trying to tune stuff out
0: <laughs> okay <laughs> because there's uh Supposedly, uh well from from the stuff Maria's been showing us and again, uh I know you're more you try to think more scientifically, Jamie, so but um from the from the stuff Maria's been sharing with us, uh there's supposed to be uh the earth maybe you could explain it better, Maria.
2: <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh but exactly what is it that you is that the ascension or the ascension, yes, the ascension. Okay. Yeah, just remember that that is that is how I see it, you know it, it's not and and some of the terms, sometimes I even have to. create some terms myself because uh, I, I can't find anything that that matches so, but what i'm seeing is is that. cosmos and that is uh, of course includes theories it's it's almost like you could imagine per se a huge quantum field like huge. And um, that is 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 almost uh, like an onion with with a middle and then layers and layers and layers, and so the the dimensions start from within within the core and then it goes out like in layers, and the same thing is happening with uh, galaxies, <coughs> solar systems, planets, uh, even humans. Uh, we all have that onion kind of thing where where you could say a human is like the core is the physical body. That is uh, the most compressed kind of material, so it, it becomes what we call physical. And um, so from that, according to our evolutionary level, we are capable of perhaps not in in body, but at least in mind and spirit to connect with other dimensions like shift dimensions within our quantum field. And the earth uh, has uh, as a planet is is also like a living entity and that has its own quantum field and also its uh, dimensionary uh, evolution and, and development. And so what many are are picking up currently is that the the growth of of the planet's dimensionary level, currently the the planet is perhaps you could say growing into fourth dimension. And as, as we are only aware usually uh, like in in history and science and what is being told to us, we re, we're used to like well three dimensions. That's kind of it, right? Some parts, some mathematicians on on a professor level, they have in uh, mathematic indications that we might have as much as nine dimensions, as far as they can calculate so far. So the, the process of this planet physically, uh, with the physical, it, it is growing into uh, the fourth dimension. It's, it's, it, it's a process. And I think the process, you know, it kind of started what we would say some years ago, but that was like in the tiny, in the tiny, in the tiny. And with this um, full moon now, it's like, okay, now we have actually taken a step. Uh, But still after this full moon, again, there's a process. And I think last when I looked up, I can't remember for sure, but I I looked it up uh, some days ago um, that in within this year we actually have several full moon eclipses I think it's even four full moon eclipses in in this one year uh, I'm, I'm not sure that I'm remembering that correctly but I, I think it's actually four and uh, I think it was um, in 2020 we had uh, two full moon eclipses and I think it was also actually two solar eclipses so sometimes you can even see, and now you're telling me like uh, the, the Earth has tilted a bit more on its axis. I mean, some stuff, if if we bother to try and, and, and look and see what's happening, some stuff we, we can actually tell by the planet's physical movement and, and what is going on in, in um, our solar system and stuff like that because we can find these indicators physically that that something is changing, you know, and, and um, you have probably noticed that more and more people are reporting about like glimpses in time. Uh, They are losing. I have tried that myself, actually. I think it was as much as almost, I think it was five hours, if I remember correctly, that just like that vanished. It's just, it felt to me like five or 10 minutes. And I was like, and, and and I was actually that day together with all of my kids, and it was all of us. It was all of us. We were just kind of like, what just happened? You know, because five hours seems to just like disappear in maybe five, 10 minutes. That's what it's felt like. And we all agreed on that. That was so weird because I'm like five kids and me, that's six person. <laughs> Six people in the same apartment and we're like, we just lost five hours. Mm.
0: And you're all sensitive.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, some some activated and and some trying to yeah. no, no. Mm-mm, <laughs> mm-mm. Yeah, well, that was smarten up so, sooner or later, you know. It's just uh, it's just a
3: question of, of time, really. Um, Maria, it's so funny because mm-hmm. just um, if i'm not mistaken yesterday or the, no the other day i kind of felt the same thing that um i promise i just laid down after lunch because i'm because i'm a pig after i eat i sleep so <laughs> I, I i laid down literally just i felt i feel like it's just like five minutes of me laying down just to stretch my back. And then boom! It's already four o'clock. So I lost literally four, three hours of my life, of my day on that. And it's not like it's not it's not like you guys when you 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 take a nap, you feel energized, right? It's a nap. But now I felt like it's, I just literally got drained. So when you when people when you normal people take naps, like that you should be able to feel more energized, right? But with, with that five-minute nap that I had, which apparently was three hours, I am more drained. I felt like I kept on moving already by that time. Like, I feel more tired. I feel more... Um, I would rather take another three-hour nap Kind of kind of feeling. But literally, that's what I felt. I felt like I lost a couple of hours of of my day. like, where did it go? I knew that I just like i it was just five minutes when i when I laid down, apparently it's already three hours.
2: Yeah, I would say if you even feel tired and like sleeping even more, I would say you have almost definitely been shifting at dimensionary levels, actually and just i don't know where you went but you, <laughs> you <laughs> because that's just the, the classical because you you're laying down like you say to to rejuvenate or collect some some energies and you were actually losing energy and instead and i have uh, some nights of sleeping where i could just go right back to bed you know um and and that's so so typical for for people shifting dimension and doing dimensional work, I, I, I mean, it would be interesting. Can you
3: even uh, remember what you what you dreamt, for instance? Um, uh, no, because there's no dream, because literally, I felt oh. like I just stretched my back, I closed my eyes, just breathe in, breathe out, and then I opened my eyes. It's already th- already four o'clock. There's there goes my three hours. I just blinked. And there goes my three hours.
0: And, and this happened, yeah. what, two, two, three days ago? Three, after three the Blood Moon.
3: After, after the Blood Moon? Actually, yeah, after the Blood Moon.
1: Yeah. This to me is so creepy because <laughs> this is exactly the kind of stuff that would happen when I was uh, working with that time spirit. And he would explain this stuff to me in exactly the same words that I'm hearing right now. Uh, with the shifting of dimensions and and the being time and just it it's so eerily familiar. It's almost like I can hear him over my shoulder, just kind of look peeking in right now. It, it's really it's uncanny.
0: It's not that time. <laughs> That's Maria. I'm <laughs> so sorry,
3: but because I, I just because like, you were telling a story, Maria, and then I'm like, hey, that happened to me the other day. What? Hey, hold on. So I, it's not just me that lost time. Apparently.
2: Mm -hmm. No, no, it's, uh, it's it's all humans actually, but some are not really capable of following it yet, Uh, some will be following later on, and some are already following them, they're simply just not aware because they're cooped up in like work and read this book and whatever, you know, and so Oh yeah, I lost a couple of hours, but that that was probably just because I was so engaged in this book or whatever, you know, they're, they're trying to just explain it with, with something completely ordinary, assumingly. Uh, um, but people like us, I think we, we kind of just know better, right? We kind of know to take notice of this. Okay, that was weird, you know. <laughs> uh so i think we're we're probably more aware of of when when weird kind of stuff is going on so yeah that's that's just it's so typical and uh, um, time spirit i think it's so interesting because it, it it kind of make it seem like me to like this time spirit whatever is is what jamie more like trying to tell you about the different
3: we lost Maria again. <laughs> Maria, come back. It's, it's just so weird that I I feel like there's that. Hopefully, it's not just me that you know that. that yes,
0: that's back. true, and it's across across the world. Because it's
3: like, like what? Hold on! I thought that it was just me. Then apparently, Maria experienced it as well. And
0: and I mean, the common denominator is, uh, sensitives have been feeling it. I mean, well, not all. I mean, Jamie hasn't. Uh, actually felt something like that right now but or, or the past maybe few days.
3: or maybe um jamie already it happened already to you but you just didn't notice just like maria was saying that you just uh, we, you're you, too busy with, with yeah that. yeah with, you you were doing something i'm so
2: sorry you know seriously i've never had so many issues with with this is extraordinary actually
0: yeah the entities don't want you to tell this
2: uh, or they're yeah, the messing they around too yeah. much perhaps where's that uh, electricity guy or whatever yeah. you know what's, <laughs> what's going on <laughs> yeah <laughs> I've never had that many issues um, oh so where were we oh yeah I was just being curious about this uh the Dimensity. time stretch yeah uh, Jamie, Jamie what is that relating to you per se uh in what way? Uh, like it, is it showing you things or is it like telling you specific kind of stuff or I'm just curious because it sounds like maybe it's actually trying to tell you something that's real
1: Uh, well it, it, it definitely was it's um. It, it used to it I, I kind of broke contacts with it when I broke up with my ex boyfriend because that was the one that was all the, but um, what he used to do it, he would channel for me he would kind of be uh, like like I said at first he really didn't like me he, he literally just sucked the air right out of the air when I first met when I first met him and and he was uh, he he wasn't there for me originally and he was like well who what's what's this thing right here you know <laughs> and he just sucked the air right out of but eventually he kind of warmed up and uh he, he can be very uh he, he he could be very strict in things he wanted things a certain way but he would kind of try and show me images and trying to explain stuff about time about different dimensions about uh, the certain effects of things that are happening in a way Grander scheme and how that kind of affects Earth in these little ways that we have trouble understanding. How uh, you can sometimes slip into a parallel time stream if, if you, well, aren't careful with your, if, if you kind of, you, you can sometimes kind of slip at, in and out of time streams as well. And um, he wanted to teach uh, how to control it how to kind of try and help he wanted to help us bend it in a certain direction mm. and he, he was he in a way he was kind of like a nature spirit but just of a different kind of nature I, I i don't quite know how to describe he always felt more like a nature spirit to me but just on such a grand scale and uh, he he like i said before he did kind of wear mm. that uh Grim reaper-ish costume, but he, as as he explained, he says, "I have no physical form, and this is kind of my way of mm. being something to you that you can relate to, that you can interpret." So it, 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 it he was mm. definitely very interesting. And I, 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 I don't know if he still is near me because I, like I said, when yeah, like, like my. Yeah, well, this this might be a bit too much uh, negativity again. So, p- pardon me if that's if that's the case. But my uh, eventually, me and my ex-boyfriend broke up because it was kind of an abusive relationship. And so, with that, he was really really into spirituality, and he was very sensitive. So he would constantly be asking me to channel, to be this, to to help interprets what the time spirit was saying what ghosts were saying around us what demons angels anything that came past us he wanted me to translate so I was constantly not myself anymore and um, that's the reason that for a very long time I cut all ties with both spirituality and well I, I cut ties with him as well and uh, so this, I've slowly been easing my way back into things a bit because I've been very hesitant because it, it, I kind of associate it now with that abusive relationship, and that's why I'm, I'm even in this conversation. I've had a couple of times that I'm kind of um, wanting to back up from it, kind of like whoa, like oh, this this is a lot to take in, but. At the same time, what you were saying about these time slips and stuff, this is exactly what I've talked with the time spirit. And he would actually, he used to show me like from an above view how it kind of works and how you're just going through the stream of time, how you're just floating along it and how it can sometimes have hitches and how you can get skipped over or be, be pushed forward and how actually people meeting is just these tiny modes of soul bumping into each other in the time stream to him, and that he, he, this huge entity that kind of looked down at time at three dimensional time, as we know it, as this complex thing, and He he was just like, you've, you've simplified it very much, but basically this is what's going on. <laughs> he would, uh, so, very interesting, so, so actually, having this conversation, it's kind of, it's reminding me so much of it. Now, even though I completely closed myself off from it, and I was like, Oh, I definitely want to talk to the time spirit again, I never wanted to talk to anything ever again. Because I associated it so much with that abuse that I went through. It's right now, it just feels like it's so familiar that it's like, well, I know that it was true. i because those things that I, even though I've turned my back on it, it's exactly what I'm hearing right now. So that's so um, interesting
3: to me. I'm so sorry, Jamie. I'm, we're very sorry.
0: Yeah, we're sorry for having for brought, up, <laughs> you have brought up uh, emotions that you probably don't want to feel. No, like no, you.
1: no worries. I mean, it's 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 my, I'm, I, I said I wanted to do this and I mean it because I'm so just very interested in this stuff as well so it's it's more that it's um, that's also what I was talking about with the synchronicities is that yes. all of a sudden it's like my spirit guides are trying to shout at me like this is something you have to deal with that you have to pick up again because I've, I've constantly been seeing um, actually I live very close by to where i used to live with that ex-boyfriend yeah. and i actually ran into him, or I actually saw him walk by my window the other day and i've been seeing his name everywhere and that kind of stuff so for me it's very painful because i have to like deal with that, those issues but at the same time it's like um my sp- spirit guides are kind of like forcing me into this part like you know it's time it's, especially with this conversation as well it's it, it it all feels very sy- synchronous it, it has a lot of synchronicities in it and uh, a lot of uh, interesting knots everything's tied together and I'm starting to see that a bit more again because I, I used to have it a lot and I definitely pushed it away deliberately so it's uh, Interesting. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> to say the least.
0: This is really an eye opener for us, well, me and Sam, because this is the first time I've heard of this 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 entity, an entity who you could say is a master of time or, or this elemental that, you know, controls or sees where time s- streams are going to.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I haven't uh, seen that particular entity, and I know that there are entities and beings that that can see and, and do this, but I haven't encountered anyone uh, myself. But, but I find it very interesting that it's talking about streams, and I'm always ca- calling it flows, because I see it like some kind of almost watery energy yeah, kind of that, that's, flow moving like that. That's what he shows me as well. And and, the, and just like a river, it, it can branch out a bit here and there. That is uh, like possible future outcomes that doesn't yeah. necessarily happen, but they are branching out in, in case we should choose to do a, 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 um, like a cause action and consequence that that turns out to to maybe go into that fork um, so, yeah, it seems so very similar. It, it really does. Um, yeah, that to me is yeah. so striking as well. <laughs> I heard you say this stuff,
1: like, Oh, my God. This, I, I'm literally back in, in in my old room just seeing what the time spirit was showing me exactly. So,
0: so he was saying you could manipulate it or move around it? or.
1: Uh, yes. And he he would kind of... He he didn't want to interfere too much because he 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 was like well you know this is I I'm 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 a watcher over it I'm a I'm a guardian of it I'm not uh mani- I I don't manipulate time streams because all all he could kind of do sometimes was shift me and other people from one timeline kind of push push them over the the moats mm.
3: mm-hmm. yeah a little, a little nudge to the correct, to the right, right, um, direction. But I hope though, I really do hope that, um, uh, with what's happening right now for you, Jamie is, I think, I think what's, what is lacking with your previous relationship was that, um, I, I remember Jamie and remember Maria, when you said about like, you know, um, the, the righteous anger, mm. you know, uh, that you need to, if you were in that kind of relationship with the time spirit, that you would what you could have done is like make sh- you know be more assertive, so you would have a better and harmonious relationship with the spirit, rather than you know be him being you being just a medium for him. If that makes sense. Hmm. Yeah,
1: my 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 spirit guide Sarah. She was uh he, the, she, he when you said about the the big entities and that they kind of got startled by this one person that's what Sarah kind of did to him because this the second that she felt that I was it, he went too far with me because I'm, I'm all, by nature a very compliant relaxed person in this kind of stuff i'm very easy at just kind of like sur- surrendering to stuff not in a way that i'm weak will or anything but just that i'm, I'm very uh, comfortable in just kind of letting things go because i know that i can always get back control if i need to um but if sarah felt that he went too far especially in the time that i was becoming less and less like myself because i was constantly channeling others so i was constantly pushed to the background eventually she had enough and she would just uh she would just fly off the handle at him she 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 she, she just or or it's rather because it it wasn't really gendered but um and she would just kind of fly off the handle and she she would just be absolutely furious and and it would kind of be like oh oh okay okay well um i I guess that you're having some peace right now you know you could have just said you didn't have to be all (laughs) all mad about it but it's it's, so that's kind of funny it's it's very difficult to describe because a lot of it was based on just this sense yeah and uh, it was very very shapeless it was just this big entity that i can kind of feel looming behind me when he wanted to channel through me, so and or sh- or show me these pictures and images, I still have drawings of them somewhere. And I could also show you the images of what I see around people. I, I edit photos to kind of look like it's uh, to, to what I see.
0: Have Have you seen this game? I mean, you, I mean, you're like me. You're you're a geek, I think. Yeah. <laughs> but have you seen this game? Uh. Life is strange there's a new game life is strange where this girl the main character it's not it hasn't come out yet where the main character can see auras around people and it's a mis- it's a murder mystery i think life is strange I, i'll send it to you i'm not sure if you've seen it wow that asynchronicity again yes <laughs> okay <laughs> that, that explains it <laughs> huge synchronicity <laughs> yes
1: uh, so yeah that that's uh is very i'd l- i'd love to see uh, if if i'm going to look
0: it up <laughs> yeah look it up it's it's a new game I'm, I'm not sure but it's life is strange i think where it's it's a role playing game huh or something uh, like
3: that I, was, I i was actually remember John. what's his name again um mentioned yesterday about um him seeing like not aura, but more so of just like ah a, yes, a, like a, a filter of something around people. Ah oh, yeah.
0: So Jamie, the person we talked to, I think a few days ago, he said there was this one time, he was just standing in because he they have, this par, they, have this, <laughs> they have this they have this they uh, have this they have this army training in in Canada. So part of the training was they were just standing in a big uh, area. And suddenly, just because maybe he was just standing and doing nothing, he could see outlines around people. But they were not colored. So he couldn't explain what it was. But he could literally see a faint uh, outline around people. So I'm not sure if... Uh, for you, it's it's real color, right? If, I, if I'm not wrong. Yeah. yeah, it's
1: real color. And um, I've heard people that can see morphic fields on some occasions...
0: What are morphic fields? Sorry,
1: um, morphic fields is basically what they call like a hive mind. It's kind of I'm not sure if that's the right word. I think you know it is, Maria.
2: Uh well, I'll try and explain it. I I think I know what it is, but I I think I have my own words for it somehow. So so just go ahead and uh, and explain. Yeah. So, so
1: basically, this is uh, a scientific phenomenon that it's it's kind of pseudoscience but you know a lot of this stuff would fall under that anyway so what so what they see what what they've observed around the world is that there's this energy field that connects people and it's like it comes off people like it's what scientists believe an aura is there's this energy that comes off people And it kind of connects to this larger energy field that is all around the world. And So what they see is that if certain groups of people will experience something, it will translate into a common knowledge around the world. So what they they saw it with is they've actually, I know of three different experiments. One was with where they saw that rats that had been Uh, exposed to a lot of poison a certain type of poison became immune and even though other rats had never been exposed to that poison and were not not in contact with any of the other rats across the world they also became immune to the poison so that's kind of like this collective uh, same thing has happened with monkeys and being taught a certain trick And the last one was where students were given an assignment and they were asked to find words in, in in a page, certain words, and it was really, really difficult. And then afterwards, the students would be told where the words were. And then, so they did this a couple of times, and then they went to a completely new location, and this was a completely sealed test. And every single time that they went somewhere new, people would find the words quicker. Even though there was no real reason for it, because it was just as hard. These people weren't necessarily smart or anything. There was just this sudden sense of, oh, wait, I, f- I think that's where a word is, and that's where the words were. So that's c- kind of this... Uh, and that's what they describe morphic fields. The same was actually it's being measured in an, in a number generator, in a random number generator, and they could actually see that before the twin towers were hit, they saw a shift in the morphic fields. And the same with assassinations, and, like if something big happens, they can s- sense a shift in the morphic fields through these computers and random number generators. But so certain people um, are said to be able to see this mor- these morphic fields around people on occasion, especially if there's uh, a certain density of energy in the air or a certain electromagnetic fields around certain people will be able to see this. What, what scientists believe that's, that's what an aura is. Oh, okay, <laughs> I don't, I don't okay. necessarily agree with that. Yes, yes.
0: I mean you, you're no expert on that. you could actually experience it compared to other people.
2: <laughs> yeah Well, uh, usually I call it the, the just I just call it the collective mind or oh, yes. the uh. the joint collective mind. Uh, I don't necessarily see it that uh, if something specific is happening within it, uh, I, it sometimes gives me in a, uh, images that, that comes in all of a sudden, but I don't specifically see, uh, the, see the field, but I can just feel that it's there. There's like a deeper p- part of my mind. I'm aware that it's also connecting with that. Uh, so I'm, I'm just uh, calling it the, the collective mind. Um, also I have found out that we have a collective mind mind that seems uh, more aware, and then we also have one for our subconscious uh, stuff that we are unaware of or have even suppressed. Uh, some people are actually sharing that as well. And there seems to be a pattern to me that if you know, like uh, for instance, people that have have uh, have been abused for some reason. They are kind of sharing a subconscious mind collective of some kind people that um, are perhaps grieving also have like a a shared something and if if an ability person if if one tries to like uh, sense or like go into that. uh, Then you can see kind of uh, this collective energy something world or whatever like going on and and then you can start to like notice the individuals okay so this this lady whatever is she's she's grieving that that man here he's grieving that you know it's like what i see is like they are kind of like running around in in that field something whatever and like replaying uh, what is bothering them. So if they're grieving, for instance, for the loss that someone died. Oh my arm! I, I see them kind of like uh, 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 running around in that field and and repeating the whole, reliving. Oh, I I saw my loved one die, kind of whatever, and and reliving and feeling all that. Oh no, you know, and, and so. I I see them like moving around in that. Uh, And recently I, it has been happening more or less spontaneously that that some of them has actually been screaming for me. And I just hear the scream and it's like an alarm. And I just, uh, I instantly, am like, I got to go there. So like, (laughs) I'm just moving my point of perception to that person. (laughs) And then I can connect in, in such a way that I'm I'm like I'm in them, but I'm not them. Yes. And and so I am reliving that the that terrible whatever thing that they have suppressed in their subconscious with them, and I'm also like seeing what do they look like now and and stuff and 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 uh, once uh, once um, I succeeded in actually finding the the actual living human person that that it was that has screamed and and showed and relived all of that with me and that of course gave me the chance of trying to be there for the person about the subject and and trying to hopefully like dissolving some of the, the, the suppressed uh, emotions and stuff like that about it um, is, is still working on it for like two or three months now he's still trying to to go through that process but but to me it was like well, now that Jamie is saying this it it, it more kind of like make makes sense to me that that it must be some kind of quantum level field or or something like within the dimensional level because. If people that have sort of similar issues or similar positive experience, it could also be positive uh, awareness, of course, they seem to be in those same fields somehow. And I know, I find it very interesting. Uh, so, have you experienced anything perhaps like
1: that, Jamie? Or Yes, yes, I, I, I definitely can relate to that as well, because to, to me, I've I've also had this kind of stuff where you can kind of but for me it's usually when i'm doing one-on-one healings with people oh, yeah. what i used to do mm-hmm. because i remember when i when i was actively doing it as, a, as a as a job oh, because okay. I, I quit mm-hmm. but um what, what would happen is people i i would see this sadness around people because I, I see emotions hanging around people as, as in those colors that I see I see I see emotions hanging there so what sometimes happens is what they ask of you to do what they ask you to do with uh, Reiki is they they say well you know uh you kind of help mold it and release it you kind of take it you can kind of grab it you shape it and you you let let them uh get rid of it that way but what would happen is I would touch it with my own energy and I would start crying, crying, crying. And I would say stuff out of nowhere that people just brought people to tears and we would be crying together. Or like, or anger or certain emotions. Because there was this one woman... Um, it, it's, it's a really interesting story. I, I mean again this based based on what you believe this is very subjective i don't necessarily believe that it happened the way that certain people interpret it so it happens but um there was this woman and she was having real trouble with uh childbearing she she, she uh she really wanted to get pregnant and she'd been trying for years and they, they were she wants to get pregnant and she couldn't and she was seeing doctors and they couldn't find anything wrong. And uh, they had been to psychologists and, and talked about it maybe like maybe stress and, and nothing really worked. And then I saw something, an emotion tucked in near her womb and I, I pressed on and I, I, I grabbed it. And I started, to, I said, Oh, I feel this crippling sensation of loneliness. Of being cold, and then all of a sudden she remembered, and she said, "When I was a baby, I was very sick, uh, and I had to be or... uh, in—I don't know that—I don't know the word." Yeah,
0: she was tied to machines. Yeah, she, yeah, she, she, yeah, machines, she had, yeah.
1: And, and and she was on intensive care, and she was in yeah. one of these when when she was just a baby, and so no one was allowed to touch her or be near her, and she still remembered. In that in that moment, she still remembered feeling so lonely and so scared, and that she and then she said, "Like I don't want. I'm scared that what I have, what what happened to me will happen to my child, and that they will be lonely and scared." And shortly after that, like we we dealt with it, and we 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 both felt these emotions, and we were both crying next to each other. For no reason on my end, of course. And
0: um,
1: (laughs) yeah. shortly after that, she got pregnant. So there are some people that actually were like, oh, you helped her get pregnant because you helped her deal with that trauma that was poisoning her chance Mm -hmm. of having kids. And I've had the same with someone who had uh, stomach troubles. And then I grabbed onto that spot where I saw the problem. And I said you're really anxious about stuff and that she she just felt all this pressure from the news and all the negativity in the world and that she was just really really affected by it and that you know we so I have that I've also had a friend that that was really weird because I was at a party and she said oh you know I hear you have this interesting ability what do you see with me and I and she was this very big, bubbly person. She she's just very energetic, and she's always just so friendly and funny and nice, and and always uh, kind of either smiling or being like really kind of badass in a way. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, I see this immense sadness around your dad, and it turned out that her dad had died, and that her family had then uh broken up, and that she wasn't in contact with her family anymore, and that she she felt this immense grief and she started crying in the middle of a party, and I was like, oh no,
0: she asked for it <laughs> <laughs>
1: well i didn't mean I didn't mean to do anything you know
3: yes,
1: yes. yeah so I've, I've I've had certain experiences with that as well it's kind of um you you move into their perspective because it feels to me like I'm the one being lonely and sad and in reality it's it's not me it's them.
0: It's them yeah. But do you carry that do you do you eventually have to release it how do you let go of the the emotion?
1: Well, I once I, once we've dealt through it that's one way or I can just I can I can like I said I'm really good at relaxing into stuff and then stepping back out if if I need to which is something that Oftentimes, I won't do because I, because I, if if I have reasons to suspect that it's needed that I'm that way, I I will give space. I will be the one that sacrifices themselves. Not that that's a good thing. I'm working on it, but it's (laughs) it's some because I see how much people sometimes need space. Because I can physically see it around them, yeah, how much they need yeah. space, how much they need certain things that I'm like, "You know what, I don't need it as much, so why not give someone that space i'm I'm not I don't need it as much as they do. I can clearly see that in their auras or whatever I see, I can clearly see their pain, see their things, so why would I be the one to be like, "Oh no, I want space too, when I'm not someone that needs as much. Uh, but, you know, so, so that, that's also why I, I was very easy stepping in and out of other people's problems. Because I, I kind of just moved away from it. But it does have the unfortunate side effect that some people will walk over you.
0: <laughs> yes. We knew that you would help them deal with these things.
1: Yes. So some people will will need so much that i'll be like well i can't give this to you this is too much for, for me to give but then you know that they, they'll feel like you let them down or they'll, they'll get very manip- manipulative and that's just something that i'm learning to deal with because it's something that is my inherent weakness <laughs> is is giving to- Giving too much space, because I'm so okay with giving space when it's needed, it, it allows certain people to take too much space that they don't deserve.
0: Yes, that's true. Uh, actually, one of your questions, I remember I just remembered one of your questions was, if based on our conversations, one of our findings is, if it's hereditary, so based on Maria's story, all of her children have it, it is hereditary the the abilities yeah because uh, what Jamie asked us when we talked to her before she asked us if it's hereditary and because her dad her dad had different abilities and her mom had different abilities your mom's abilities were very similar to Uri Geller's I'm not sure if you you've heard of him where he can bend spoons yeah we, and he was able yeah
1: we actually have I think my mom sent me a picture not that long ago. Of the spoon.
0: (laughs) Her mom could, when when her mom gets angry, she bends spoons.
1: (laughs) Yeah. My mom has very strong, what I call, sending powers. So she can, uh, that energy that I see around people, they can kind of push it out if they need to. And my mom is really, really good at it. So one time she even gave my dad a migraine. Because they they were playing around with the energy, you know. She's Buddhistic, so she, she meditates a lot, and she is very good at, at keeping her emotions level. But she didn't always. She, she wasn't always that good at it, and sometimes still, like mm. this with the spoon happened not that long ago. <laughs> she was just hold. She was just holding the spoon. And and she just stirred her tea with it, and she and she held out, out the spoon, and she 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 just said, uh, she she was really mad at at, at someone, and she said, you yeah, if I will have to talk to them, I'm going to get really upset. And all of us just stopped in on our tracks because we saw the spoon, and like even my mum, like we she was in the middle of a sentence, she 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 was like, and we we were all just like, are we all seeing that spoon bend? We like yeah, and it just. Even after we were all forgotten the... Ar- that That's one thing that does happen. Every time something like that happens with my mum, that, that something will... Like she had a glass shatter when she held it. She, she was holding a mug and it just shattered and she was only holding the air. Every time that happens, when she's really upset, it does always end the argument. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's the good thing.
1: No, no, one, no one... Just... The, even she she can be so upset but she'll kind of be stunned into silence at that moment and so will everyone else so so that's just all it always ends arguments that, that's for sure
2: yeah and it kind of shouldn't you know but i mean what can you do i mean yeah i i think it's it's is it's hard sometimes to contain that power because sometimes we're just like you know and then and, and yeah. things are just like um... exactly
1: it's always when she when she's really not in control of her emotions that it happens yeah but uh, yeah my, my dad has very different abilities she's had uh prophetic dreams and out-of-body experiences and he's seen seen ghosts and he's remembered past lives and uh so that's one side and then my mom is just very good at knowing stuff she'll intuitively know things like uh, there was a car ahead of her and she had to travel from one side to to the other and when she left there was a car I think the first street that she rode out and she was like he's going the same place I am and uh, it was a town on the other side of the Netherlands and that car stayed in front of her until a few streets until she reached her, reached her destination. More of an hour's drive and that car just kept being in front of her. And my sister has... Uh, so me and my sister both have kind of bits and bobs from both our parents that we... like. I'm not very good at the, set, the sending stuff as my mom is, but I do have the, the kind of knowing stuff. Like, oh, that car is going or and and i have my dad's prophetic dreams and out of body experience stuff as well i i i think i've got most of my dad's abilities my (laughs) mum, not as much (laughs) but she is scary strong honestly when angry even when happy she could just be such a force to be reckoned with a lot of people used to get really intimidated by her and just be like, wow you're so much as a person because when she was happy she is happy and she fills the room with her energy and and you feel that
0: too you feel that yeah i feel that
1: too so i'm i'm kind of used to it but to this day she's nowhere near as powerful as she was because she has a heart condition and, and she meditates a lot, and she really tries to keep her energy down. And even now, I'll have people say to me, like, oh, your, your mum is so intense to be around. <laughs> I'm like, I, I don't even notice. This is nothing compared to what she was when I was a kid. <laughs> when when uh, she, she'd get angry, it would feel like her energy was slamming into me. And I would just literally take a step back. It felt like walking into a wall. If I got too close, it would be like, oh. That is
2: so amazing. <laughs> I'm actually usually calling people like that fire starters. <laughs> <laughs> because uh that, that seems to me like their their personality just in, in general like you said what, whatever they're happy or angry or frustrated or whatever it's it's like they could just initiate like something like boom and then you can feel it in the in the room and uh yeah that's just so funny well at least i'm not alone <laughs> <laughs> yeah um i i have so su- have such uh weird experiences with, with that kind of stuff as well literally i can go into the most boring place and after half an hour we're just having a party everyone you know it's just it's, just, it's really weird sometimes
1: some people just have that about the that energy
2: yeah and, and it's weird and sometimes you know when 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 stuff gets physical it's even more weird right? like like uh, me frustrating about something usually it's is technical stuff and I can't get to work or something silly like that I'm just like oh it's so silly it should be working and you know like whoosh and then a book or two are just flying off the shelf or whatever you know it's just um yeah I have I have, have I'm not dwelled too much into that I'm trying to the last six 10 months or so, I'm trying to see if I can like gently give in to that. But I have been so cautious with that because I have actually caused trouble with with that kind of stuff, you know, like breaking stuff and sending stuff flying. And, and that's why my, my mom
1: always looks to come.
2: Yeah. And, 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 um, well, maybe I should do try and look into the more buddhistic kind of stuff like she's doing or something. I don't know because sometimes you know I, I i'm I'm literally worried about what can actually happen if I'm just like if I'm losing it for some reason you know? maybe I should try to just hold a spoon and see if I can <laughs> uh, if I can only put it into the spoon and not everything else or... yeah.
3: maybe that's what you should do. maybe that's what your mom jamie that I think that's what your mom always have to do always hold a f- a spoon or anything <laughs> metallic <laughs> so i'm challenging just, not just waving
1: a spoon at people yeah. don't make me bend this <laughs> yeah
3: right so no one's gonna get hurt only the spoon yeah and and from now on metallic mugs no glasses <laughs> <laughs>
1: definitely it, i think it was a ceramic mug as well um but, uh, yeah, I, I was kind of reminded of something because we actually talked about my, about this with my mom because I was on holiday with her uh, a couple of days ago. And uh, we actually talked about this stuff. And we also had another shared experience that I I think is really cool because it's kind of like a really positive, surreal one. Maybe it's a nice, I'm wondering if, if you've ever experienced anything like that as well. It's... um so we were driving on this road in the middle of the in the middle of the night with just a whole family and we we were coming back from family friends and there was this thick fog just all of a sudden descended on us just when we left that town and so we were just following the signs and eventually there's this turn in the road where you go from one highway to another or one freeway so it's it's just a bend and it goes down and it, it continues underneath and then goes in a different direction. So there's no, no real reason to kind of do anything, no, no real way to do anything strange there. I've I've been on that road hundreds of times, but hundreds. But that night we, we drove and we took that exit. And all of a sudden we were driving back towards the town that we came from we were on the other side of the road, driving back into the town that we came from. Okay, so we, so we, the first time we were like, oh, this, this is weird. We must have taken a wrong turn. So we turn around and we go a second time. And we again, we follow the signs. We've, we're following the signs. Rotterdam, Rotterdam, Rotterdam. And all of a sudden, it just goes back to that town that we came from. And we were like, what on earth is happening? And we were like, should we do... Uh, like, it's like we can't leave. Maybe we should just... And they they actually offered us to stay over those people, those this family friends. We like, Maybe we should have taken them up on it, but no, 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 we, we, we went to go home. So we went the a time and we came straight back. And then after that, we just drove again. And nothing happened. We were just on our way to, to Rotterdam. And to this day, we don't know what that was, but it, it, it feels almost like angelic intervention or time shifting or plane shifting or i have no idea but it was that weird fake fog that kind of made it even more intense that we we have no idea how we changed roads yes
0: yes yes
1: (laughs) because we could only see a small strip of road in front of us and the signs ahead of us and we kept following rotterdam 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 and all of a sudden we were like the, these signs start right they, they they go back to where we came yeah. from and then we kept driving and all of a sudden all the folk cleared and we were back in that town that we yeah. it just driven you out of from, and it happened yeah. a
2: few times that's amazing <laughs> so we still don't know what
3: that was remember that I, I, yes. I mentioned this to you but I yes. have the
0: same um, yeah the same experience yeah. in the Philippines
3: um, so I, I we were going from um, one small town to another town. No, this is this is not a highway or anything. This is a rough road going up the mountain. Um, but so what ha- So I've been there a couple of times already. The, the travel from the from the town that we are in to the next town is more more likely 45 minutes worth of drive. OK. And then what happened was it, there was two, no, three cars. My, my my ride was in the middle. There's one in the front and one an hour back. So we were driving. And the, the only, I know for a fact that there's, um, how do you call it? A signage, a big clamshell signage of like, welcome to this city. Okay. So I know that that's going to be there, but... In our travel, it took us at least like two, three hours. And I've been seeing the clamshell uh, like three, four times already. I'm like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Are we, uh, what is happening here? What is going on? But so here, This, in the this public- is
0: daytime, right, Sam? This is daytime. Yes, this
3: is literally daytime. So there's no way in in hell that we're going to get. And again, there's no other way. There's only one way. Yeah, it's just one road. A big road, yeah, going up to the mountain. I mean, it's not like there's a branch of road going back or anything. Not unless we want to get off of the cliff and then probably just die. But, you know, that's that's the only option. If you you turn hard right, you're going to literally fall off a cliff. So there's no way.
0: So logically, there was no other way for them to...
3: Be looping, but you were looking, get
0: lost because it's just one, yeah, it's just yeah. one road.
3: <laughs> but here in the Philippines, we have like this mythical creature that looks like half, uh, half horse, horse half human, yeah. yeah. But that... here,
0: here, uh, you've heard of centaurs, right? Here, uh, it's an it's technical and elemental, it's a it's a mountain elemental, is that right, yes. Sam? Yep, it's a mountain elemental and. It's here uh, a centaur is half horse downwards right, and the body is human and the head is human. Here the head is a horse, and the body is all human. That's how the some some ability people see it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
3: So here, so here the, the the that mythical creatures we call them tikbalang. We yeah we the 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 notion is that if ever that you got caught in that. Time loop. If apparently was to to take off your your current clothing, turn it upside. I mean, turn it turn it around. Flip it
0: around. Flip it. Yeah, around. flip
3: it. And then try to. And there's there's this like um, uh. It's like a asking permission. Yeah, asking permission to can we please pass something like that and then. After, literally after five minutes of driving, we're on our destination.
0: But you did you you change you did that to your clothes right? Yeah, so we right.
3: did we we did we, we switched, we switched yes. our clothes <laughs> and then it was like a ice cold. So I so <laughs> I spoke to I spoke to the guys. I'm like, what happened? So apparently the first the 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 car in front of us, um, has because it's like it's the '90s, so the louder your your car music is the better, and then uh, again we are teenagers here, so they've been throwing um, uh, beer cans and garbage while we were driving through it. So uh, my my deduction was that the tikbalang got pissed of what you are doing, and there we go. We 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 ended in a time loop.
0: So so there's another story. I'm not sure who told it, but. Of- same a same incident, but while people were going up a mountain, because uh, that's were, me as well. Uh, and that's you also. Okay, <laughs> another experience from you. So uh, apparently these experiences we related to these uh, elementals, these mountain elementals. Jamie, I mean, you've seen three elementals, and uh, I'm pretty sure mountain elementals, and they they're very protective of nature here. So Sam would probably say it the same way that they did something you you threw something in the so I guess i go ahead your story is a mountain
3: yeah so we were so we were climbing the mountain this is something that i personally do before when i was still healthy so this is a, we have a group so we we divided our group into two um so there's a, for, i'm a part of the first group and then there's a second group like there's only like 10 20 minutes difference from the time that we climbed the mountain. We reached the the summit already of the mountain. We are already expecting them to be there in like 30 minutes. So we were sitting there and then they passed in front of us. But they didn't see us. And they, okay, so I'm like, okay, whatever, what's happening here? And then after like another 30 minutes, they passed again in front of us as if they didn't see us again. I'm like, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. And then the last minute the last time that they the third time that they passed by, I grabbed the person because they're already in a loop. And then then they, they, they told me that we've been trekking for three hours already. I'm like, well, there you go.
0: And what did they do? I think they threw stuff with them. Yeah, mountains. the
3: same thing. Cause this this mountain, and when I was still, you know, very active in the in the supernatural this is something that we how do you call that we it's it's something
0: a mystical yeah, yeah, mystic the, the, the,
3: the the mountain is for me was mystical because every time that i go there i feel more calm and stuff like that so that's what i do so they through things they they were this, leaving the yeah the yeah future. they were yeah. not they were really not respecting the mountain I guess that's the reason why the mountain taught them a lesson.
0: So that brings me to my question, Jamie. What did you do <laughs> before you left that town for them to try to?
1: Well, we don't know. What we do know is that uh, we, we always said like maybe it was kind of an intervention because by the time we got to Rotterdam, there was actually a car chase had taken place just ahead of us. Mm. Where where a criminal was uh, fleeing from police, and he'd had a car chase uh, through that section where we were driving. Yeah. So we were like, well, maybe that's why we were delayed, so that we wouldn't be in front of this car. Yes. Yes. So uh, we we saw it kind of as a sign of good fortune. <laughs> it probably that's is. nice. <laughs>
0: So it's different for us here.
1: <laughs> well I do I do think it's very good I, I, I do think that People should experience that a bit more often. What what Sam experienced, I, I think people, if if you're that disrespectful to the nature, I think you deserve to kind of be going around in circles for a bit.
3: <laughs> but I'm not a part of the people that threw around it. I guess, but I know. Uh, I know. But
1: obviously, I mean, if if you were in a, in the same group of cars, yeah. then, you know, um, they 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 can't be that specific, like oh, this one person. <laughs> <laughs> how is everyone. It
0: this whole group.
1: Just you floating to the city, like <laughs> the car's still around. Me. Is it just, yeah. Their car being, that, that wouldn't work. So, unfortunately, you have to get rid of the group to kind of teach one a lesson or, or several lessons.
3: Oh, I have, I actually have a question for Maria. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Remember, I, I mentioned this to you this morning, this uh, before we started. Yeah. Because so the 26th, um, we had a blood moon. Right, And then just today, we had a solar, solar, how do you call that? Halo, solar halo. Yeah, so, solar halo today. Uh-huh. Which is like, okay, this, this is way too much of a coincidence of getting a, 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 a moon, a blood moon. And the, yeah. Uh, so,
0: so what do you think that is, Maria?
3: <laughs> uh, well Well,
2: I'm just thinking, yes, of course you saw that. You know, that's kind of how I'm caring. because so many things, um, when we start to get more and more used to being in the fourth dimension, those who are like coming into it, they are also start to experiencing things differently because all of a sudden we're experiencing more of what is actually there. Kind of meaning that we have like seen the same tree perhaps like a thousand times because we pass it every day or or something like that, uh, and all of a sudden we're like, is that the same tree? Why is it doing that? It looked like it's vibrating or, or whatever, you know. Or it could be the sun. Like the sun has a halo. Like uh, does it usually have that? <laughs> it could be. We're so used to believing that that physically stuff has to look in a specific way but they might they might not be looking like that actually it's just that that now we're starting to notice because uh, it's not just us moving into fourth dimension it's it's the planet so it so it will get more and more like all physical so I mean, who knows? There could even be two suns, and we're just not aware, you know?
1: Actually, there's there's people that believe that, yeah, that, that, that there's a second sun. Yeah. But um, for, for Sam, if, if you're interested, there's mm-hmm. um, this website called spaceweather.com, mm-hmm. and you can kind of track interesting phenomenon from the sun as well. And what you'll notice that any time that there's a rise in certain graphs that you'll feel it like the
2: human frequency
1: yeah you you can feel the frequencies of because the planet reacts to the actual battering of the sun particles on earth and that reaction actually triggers for sensitive people actually triggers a whole bunch of abilities sensitivities the feeling of, of things vibrating around you things being so so if if you're interested, that might be something to um, check up on once in a while and see if you see anything. What's the website again? Spaceweather.com.
3: Spaceweather.com. OK, great. Let me put that on my notes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I think Jamie is absolutely right. It, it will be a lot easier for you if you're notice, uh, noticing something that seems like OK. Uh, it's it's somewhat out of out of the ordinary. Then you can go check that. That that's a really good idea. I do that a lot of the time myself. Usually when the sun flares, I get skin rashes like that out of nowhere. Just yeah. So there's many different ways that we can react actually, and so it's good to have something like that and, and look into like oh okay well that's probably why you know it's like, it makes sense then.
3: Mm-hmm. Great. I'll, I'll. I'm gonna visit that website
0: later on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll advise sensitive people who listen to our podcast to listen to, to it as well. Thank you, ladies. And thank you for so much for for sharing again. Uh, thank you. This is so the time spirit really <laughs> shocked us. <laughs> I mean, it, it was really eye opening for us to know that there's an entity that that see that is overseeing it.
2: Yeah, I I will definitely be trying to see if I could get into contact with such a, with such an a, a entity or whatever to call it, you know, definitely. That sounds interesting. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty intense, though. So.
0: <laughs> Just a yeah. warning. It was pretty intense. <laughs> thank you again, Thanks. Maria. Thank you. Jamie, thank Bye you. Bye, guys.
2: Thank you. Bye. Thank
0: you. Bye. Thank you again to our guests, Maria and Jamie, and of course, Sam and Liz who were in the call as well. This was definitely an eye-opener for me. The fact that there are entities out there guarding the fabric of time. I had to backtrack on the day this was recorded, just to make sure that our stories weren't influenced by the Loki TV series. But this was recorded May 29, a good week before the TV series premiered. But the timing was uncanny i also tried to check if jamie had mentioned it in her previous interview and yes she did she mentioned channeling an entity that told her aspects about time so for those of you who have enough time to look into it try to find the exact time code and you'll see it there maybe you want to share it with us i was not able to catch that actually in our previous conversation but yes she did mention that If you haven't listened to Maria and Jamie's episodes yet, I'll put the links down below in the show notes. So who is the Time Spirit? Is he like the Watcher? So many questions, but I guess we will just have to wait until someone has a clearer answer or perhaps experienced with them to tell us more about this entity. What are your thoughts? Have you experienced the Time Spirit? Heard of it? Someone shared to you? Share your theories with us at paranormalsph at gmail.com. If you want a deeper discussion, we can all talk it over on the Discord channel. Links also in the show notes. The more we learn about the paranormal, the more questions we have. The Paranormal Podcast is engineered and produced by F90 Productions. If you have the time, please again rate and review our show on whatever podcast platform you follow. As always, thank you all for listening and please stay safe.